working day and we know that we go back to work, right? You got stuff to do, got families uh, to take care of, kids to take care of along the way. So we will rally you once again to make sure folks have a the, the type of holiday season they want and need. Uh, so we'll do that um, coming up here in the next uh, week or so, next day or so. Um, the, the, the recent news with college football and all of the movement. So we'll, we'll have the playoff information. We know, kind of know what that's going to be. We'll get some championships this weekend. Um, I did want to go up and down the championship uh, Saturday, Friday and Saturday, that is, because there will be some interesting ball games. Of course, top amongst those in this space is uh, Iowa versus Michigan. I, I, I have to be honest. I am less than giddy over a Michigan-Iowa Big Ten championship game. That's just me. I'm not telling anybody else how to feel about it. I wish I felt like it was more interesting, maybe. More interesting. Uh, more exciting. Uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, it is a Big Ten championship game. And there's something to play for. But as I said, some of you guys follow me on social media, and you know what I said, and I was clear about it. I'm looking for some chaos this week when it comes to the games that are going to be played this weekend. I do. I want. I want. I want some chaos to happen. The easy thing would be, okay, you want, you know, for monetary sake, you know, purposes, you want, uh, you want Michigan to win so they're in the playoff and everybody gets their additional pocket change uh, in the Big Ten. Fine. I, I get that thinking. I get that thinking. Um, but that goes against the very idea that you want new blood, new space, new energy, etc. Right? New blood, new energy. And there's no Ohio State in the, in the playoffs this year. But this weekend will play a lot into how this thing looks. Um, I went up and down the top ten, the current top ten, or the, the top ten that was, with Georgia at number one. Uh, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Baylor, Oregon. And I said, well, here's what I want to see happen this week. <laughs> yes, I want a little bit of chaos. I want a little bit of chaos. And in, in saying that, I that means that I want, I want Georgia at number one to win. I need for them to win and beat Alabama. Uh, I don't care if it's one point or 30. I want Alabama to win. I don't want Alabama. I want Georgia to win. I want Alabama out of the playoffs. I want them out. I want them on a two game. I, I, I just to me, I want them out, and I don't care what's required to do it. Michigan would probably fall in at number two, and I would like to say, you know, hey, <laughs> uh, I want Michigan to lose. I want Michigan to lose. I want the chaos of Jim Harbaugh having to reset himself. <laughs> I need for him to have – I need that egg-on-the-face look for Jim Harbaugh on set. Number three, Cincinnati. I hope that Cincinnati loses to, to Houston. And that's a 10-1 and Houston team, so don't trip. And there's no pressure for the Cougars. Yes, there's some – hometown flavor on my on my sleeve because I'd like to see the Cougars do well but I also want the chaos of okay no givens 
other than Georgia. Alabama at number four if they lose, and then Oklahoma State losing to Baylor would be exceptional. My hands would rub together, and I would be giddy. Giddy, just flat giddy. Unfortunately, what happens then is that Notre Dame has a bye week. <laughs> so through through awful, awful, awful things, Notre Dame would move up from number six to whatever. Not thrilled about it, but okay. Ohio State's number seven. They will not play this week. <laughs> Whoops. They forgot to beat Michigan. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. But I also like the idea that teams that lose their final game should not be the beneficiary of being moved up in the playoffs. Ole Miss, same thing applies. No game, didn't get it done, tough. Baylor, because they're playing Oklahoma State, Baylor is 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 persona non grata to the NCAA. So so if Baylor wins the, the if they win the Big Twelve. It is just throw confetti in the air and laugh amongst yourselves. It'll be hilarious. And then at number ten, Oregon. I need for Oregon to take a loss. Yes, it's against the Utah Utes, and yes, that is a repeat of a game that Utah has already won in a blowout. So I hope <laughs> that Utah knocks off Oregon. Let's let's make the Blue Buds uncomfortable. Let's make the people sitting on the throne uncomfortable. But that's just me rooting for chaos. That's just me hoping that it gets a little more complicated and it makes for folks like us who like to banter about that it becomes crazy this weekend. <laughs> you guys know the deal. 402-464-5685. Sarder Haven text line. You can call in the Lincoln hotline as well. You can, in fact, hit me with a what's up, DP, and I'll get back right away to you. And we'll have a conversation. You can tell me about your Thanksgiving. You can tell me about what you want to see happen this weekend in these championship games. And then later in this uh, in this segment, Derek Walker, the nation's leading field goal shooter by percentage in the entire NCAA, exists right here, plays his games at PBA, and he wears the moniker of Husker across his chest. He will join us at about 115. I mean, about uh, 315. And we'll probably talk for a half hour or so and get an update on what's it like to be Big Chief <laughs> sitting on top of the NCAA field goal percentage. I don't know. Has, has there ever been another Husker who led the country in shooting percentage for any period of time? Has that ever happened? I, I'm not sure. You guys let me know if it has. We'll get to the text line as we go. Here we go. Uh, pretty good. Pete and Seward. I don't think there was a set of circumstances possible for me to root for Iowa to win in any sort of championship. So if you if you work from that, then Michigan stays there. Michigan gets in. Um, but the rest of the chaos I'm pretty cool with. <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to take the Big Ten ser title seriously with how close dumpster fire Huskers were to beating both teams. One or two plays go differently, and two different teams are playing Saturday. It doesn't matter. Let me let me set a, a post in the conversation, right? I'll just mark it here. I'm a member of the – look, Nebraska is who they are. Everything – I know people want to make it – make themselves relevant. 
I know that Husker fans want for Husker teams to be relevant. But let it be for actually doing something good. Let it actually be for accomplishing a mission. Like, I, look, just mark yourselves as, as careful when it comes to that participation trophy stuff that people talk about. I'm cool with rooting for it. I'm cool for celebrating that, you know, the, the, the great plays that were made, but ultimately the mission wasn't accomplished. That goes for any sport. That goes for any situation. Be careful. Be careful. Some folks are, are, are good with, hey, we participated. We tried hard. We did our best. We didn't accomplish anything, but, you know, we gave our best. And that's fine for people that want to work from that. I get that. But, oh, my goodness, can we calm down with with all of that stuff? <laughs> Brian T. said, what's up, DP? What's up, big man? Some people really do want to watch the college football world burn. I like it. I don't even want it to burn. I just want it to simmer a little bit. <laughs> I just want it to percolate a little. To to have some people interested in this thing who haven't had the opportunity to be a part of it. And granted, Michigan hasn't been in this space. So, in truth, Michigan winning is a good thing, right? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's not Ohio State. It's not one of the recent blue bloods, right? All those things in play. Uh, what's up, DP? Does that mean Iowa can still get in? I would imagine not. I would imagine not. Because I, I from the same token, I can't imagine Utah getting in if they win the, the, the Pac-12. There's no guarantee to any of this stuff. That's what I said. With more losses, this man, this becomes a jambalaya of craziness. This, this is how nuts this will be. Uh, Texas says, what's up, DP? What's up? I'm rooting for Michigan to win it all. Go blue. Yeah, I'm okay with, with, with Michigan getting theirs, but I'm also okay with them not getting it. I'm okay with that. Uh, what's up, DP? Mike, uh, Mr. Mike D here. I'm all for chaos, but not if it's going to be. Let the golden domer slip in the back door. Right? That's a, like, Mikey, that's a whole, like, that's a really a part of that process, right? Going, okay, the only thing that happens is if everybody else loses above them, Notre Dame will take their, they will they will pull out their golden ticket, right? <laughs> it's, it's the golden dome ticket, and they can play it, and we all would have to satisfy. So, yeah. Yeah, I understand that. We've got to make concessions, though. Who do you want in? Give me your four. Give me the teams that you want in. Just text me the teams that you want in. And I, I, I'm i good with that. Texas says close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Listen, I, I appreciate the effort and the good intention. I also want to say that this would be a really good year for something fantastically original to happen. Unique, different. I mean, look, Georgia Georgia has an opportunity to set the table. What's up, DP? Uh, you had the best line of the basketball season thus far on Saturday about Alonzo Verge. We don't expect you to be Allen Iverson or Kenny Anderson, but we do expect you not to be Cam Mack. Great line. I'm Look, I'm sorry to all the Salt Lake Salt Lake Community College Bruins who heard me speak less than stellar of Cam Mack and I wasn't I was not speaking less of him other than accomplishment. I'm a Cam Mack fan. 
<laughs> I am. I really am. I really am. But I understood what he had to do here and what he had to work with. He was the chef in a very, very bad kitchen. <laughs> so he was accountable for making chicken salad out of chicken poop. <laughs> that was not necessarily his fault. Uh, what up, DP? Uh, Lemon, what's up, Lemon? Uh, a college football playoff with no Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma would be so refreshing. Yeah, that's kind of my point. It's kind of my point is I do want to rub my hands together and just ponder that committee sitting in a room tearing up all of its IOUs and debt cards and all of its connectors, you know, from power people who are willing to make cash donations to power people behind closed doors. It's Alexander Hamilton. I want to be in the room where it happens. Like I want to be in the room and listen to those guys all try to defend and justify letting less than programs into the college football playoff and then justifying like, Oh no, wait a minute. Cincinnati, even if they lose, they still deserve it. What a great season and watch them go. Look, they just have to look at each other and just, throw water across the room like I need I need to think in my head that the college playoff committee is either in the room all with super soakers just sitting at the table and when somebody says something stupid that they know is driven because this person has been bought off they just shoot them in the face and just say come on like that's all that needs to be said either that or it'll come down to a two loss team that people like trying to get in over a one loss team that people don't like. And then I kind of want to see, I kind of want to see whoever it comes down to. Like I need to, those people in the committee to just go into the octagon and whoever comes out of the, whoever gets out of the octagon. So if it's a Notre Dame booster and an Alabama booster and only one of them can get in the, in the playoffs, I need I need for them to go in the octagon. I need for it to be televised so we can see the fight to see who actually gets the final spot to be in the college football playoffs. And they need to televise that, and it will be the most highly watched event in the history of sports television. But that's just me. That's just me. Let's pump the brakes and let's turn the key a little bit. All right, change the direction. Every now and then, the news hits you really hard in a good way. In a good way. It doesn't happen often. Where we were doing the post-game show Saturday, and I'm going through the seasonal stats, and I challenged Bach and Strick. I said, tell me who's leading this team in shooting percentage. And they did th that mental th that mental thing that people do, which is the guys that shoot the most, who score the most, da, da, da. And I'm going, nope, got a feeling. Got a feeling it's the big man. <laughs> and then – that conversation Saturday led me to peek <laughs> into the NCAA sta uh, current stats and standings. And there at the top in the number one spot of all players in Division I basketball, there at the top of that was the, that bold end in red and next to it was a name that we are familiar with let's bring him in let's bring in the captain husker basketball nick you got something for me did you load up something for me for me today you didn't load it 
You did all that work and didn't even load it. You just, man, look. Let's bring in the captain. The nation's leading shooter, leading shooter by percentage across the country. There is no one better than Derek Walker. Captain, what's happening? What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> yeah, it just so I'm peeking at this on Sunday morning. I'm going, whoa, yeah. look at you, Cap. So I was like, <laughs> let me send this to dude. I'm, I'm like, did you know? No. Uh, <laughs> so honestly, um, I get on Twitter um, just because they uh, Huskers always tag us, tag us and some stuff. So I get on there and there was nothing but your post. And I, <laughs> and I look at it and I was like, "Oh, that's that's crazy! I I never would have known." It just it was funny, right? Because I'm there and I'm like, "This dude is balling." Yeah. And when you have Husker, you know Husker Hall of Famers like Eric Strickland, guys like Tony Farmer. Uh, guys like Jerron Boone who are talking about you in that light, yeah. right? That he's watching, he's going, the kid is on. He's on. Like, you figured it out. What's been the difference? Is it is it shot selection? Is it penetration of the guys around you? Is it having better shooters around you? Is it on purpose or is it just a part of the system? Um, I think it's a system that I formed for myself. You know, um, and and it, got, it it didn't start here. You know, um, like we've talked about my history. You know, I've, I've played with Michael Porter and Trey Young, and and I've played with these guys. You know, and um, for me, growing up, you know, um, I started playing basketball when I was like eighth grade, and I was the tallest dude, and ended up growing. So I was just traditional. You know, throw him, throw him on the block. You know. So um, I've just accepted it. I've learned to be okay with it, and I've just made it work for me, you know. Um, so when I'm in a game, you know, um, you got to understand, like, dudes going to do what they do, you know. So just as long as you put yourself in the right position, you'll make the best out of it. And I've been reaping the benefits of it just because I put myself in the right position. There seems to be – a, a a deep chemistry with you and Verge understanding yeah. what you do well, when you need the ball, where do you need it, and his commitment to get it to you yeah. where you can do work. How much do you guys talk about? Um, me and Verge, we always talk. You know, um, even throughout the game, you'll see him come to me or you see me come to him. But um, it's just having an understanding. You know, because it's, it's a mutual thing. You know, he want to see me uh, score the ball, and I want to see him score. And, I, you know, and we all want to see each other do happy things. So when we come together, it's more so like, um, like what do you need me to do to get you open? Because if I get you open, I'll get myself open. You know? And he'll come to me like, hey, when they do this, um, set the screen this way. Or um, get out of the road quicker. So it's just a mutual, you know? Um there's a lot of talk about Verge as a playmaker yeah. versus him being a quarterback. And there's, right. a, there's a thin line between the two, but they're both necessary. Do you think his ability to do both will help you in the Big Ten season? Because there aren't a lot of Alonzo Verge-type yeah. guards in the Big Ten. Um, yeah. If we need anyone to understand it, it's, it's him the most. Just because um, – he has the ability to do it, you know, and just based off the natural ability to do it, um, we want him to exercise that as much as he can just because he's going to reap benefits from it. You know, we have the team that's going to allow you to reap benefits from it 
and make yourself look good, you know. Um, you came from a school where you had to score. Now just show everyone you can play make, you know. So it's like maybe it's not something that you've done, but you do it. You can do it. So let us see it, you know. Like, you know, show you can you can be this player that can score, play make, you know, uh, do everything. You know, you're not just one one one-sided player, you know. From the text line, and we're talking to Derek Walker, Husker, uh, basketball captain. Gene says, ask this question. Um, please ask the captain about any conversations they have regarding urgency and rebounding. Oh, all the time. <laughs> um, everyone sees it. We, You know, is everyone sees it. You know, you guys aren't the only one that, you know, talk about it. We talk about it every game, every day. That that has been one of the biggest things that we've needed to work on. Um, we know it. Um, and, you know, like I told the guys one time, you know, it's just like, who's going to do it? You know, it's not about us talking about it and everyone knowing about it. It's about who's going to do it. You know, you just have to just go out there and actually try and do it. And, you know, and there's been games where we've actually tried to do it and we've, we've looked good doing it. So it's like, just carry it on and continue doing it. Don't do it one game. Don't do it the next. How much of that... People will think that it's practice, it's effort, it's energy, it's yeah. just that. But what happens in, in in the gang war that is, right, that somebody doesn't? Yeah, it's, you know, uh, you can practice it all day. You can, you know, it's it's toughness, you know. It's, it's knowing that even if it's the first half that this board might, affect us in the in the second half you know it's, it's it's thinking the whole game through you know it's not just that that spur that one moment you know it, it are you i i see often your commitment to rebounding yeah and then i'll see bryce where bryce will just say okay big man needs some help yeah brian bach is just finding his his body mm -hmm. like he's just figuring yeah, out he's, he's still trying to right like, you know. what do I do with this big thing now? That I, I'm used to moving a certain way, and now my body requires that. Can you guys compete on the boards in the Big Ten Conference? Yeah, I think we can. Um, I think this. I think this team likes challenges, you know. And early on, um, we see a lot of the names on these teams, and we don't think it's a challenge. So there, that's why you see we have these these close games, but. When you have a big name team, um, everyone wants to come to play, you know. So um, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight. It's what you just said is important, yeah. Because the human element mm -hmm. of hey, there's a huge difference between Michigan walking in the door right. and South Dakota, and some of that maturity that is required, right? You understand that, yeah. Getting that message to some of the other folks may be your biggest battle of the year. Yeah. That now, great, it'll it'll happen in the season because once you're in conference, you're in conference. You know it's a dogfight every night, mm -hmm. so maybe you won't have to deal with that. But ideally, you'll get to the place where you don't have to tell people and remind people right. that everything is important. Then it will be good <laughs> I get to that place when I when I get to that place where I don't have to exercise my voice as much as I do. Um, I'll be happy, you know. That mean that that means everyone has grown, you know. Uh, everyone's bought in, locked in, like ready to go. 
you know, and when you got that from everyone, that's scary, especially with the guys we got. Scary, man. Well, we we talked before the season, and you guys, I, I got you guys invited me over to come talk to you, mm-hmm. and I said the one thing: Is there any one piece that that's required for you to win in the Big Ten that this team doesn't have? And the answer yeah. was was simple, right? You have everything you got need. Everything. But like, I don't know. Is that a problem when you have everything you need? Cause you re- cause you know that you have everything you need, so like everyone's relaxed and we we gonna make a way or we gonna make excuses. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the line, and that was the challenge I offered you guys. Was would you be would you be willing to work enough to out discipline Michigan? Yeah. Will you work hard enough to be to, to to be more disciplined than Illinois, than Indiana, et cetera? Because that makes it about you and not about them. Right. And when you look at when you get to the point where this team and they will that stops looking at the name of the opponent on mm-hmm. the jersey, and just is about their work, this team can be a problem. Big problem. This team should be a problem. We'll throw it to break. We'll come back more with the captain Derek Walker. We'll do that one on one on ninety three seven. The ticket.